everyone. In today's Spring Talk episode, we will be going over the behind the scenes of online dance competitions with three very special guests. Before we begin, my name is Lynn, and I will be your host for today. So you guys have been participating in competitions, going head to head with other school dance teams, winning trophies left, right, and center, now winning first place in Notre Dame's Cups dance competition. Now let me call NG, the captain of Rebel Queens 2021, Michi and Keisha from Rebel Queens. Hi. 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 Welcome to Spring Talks. Please introduce yourself and tell us how you feel being here on Spring Talks. Um, NG, you can start first. Hi, my name is NG and I'm the captain of Rebel Queens for this year. Um, it was unexpected that we got invited into Spring Talks, but I'm excited to be here. Hi, my name is Mitchie, and I am the Vice, Pre- Vice Captain of um, Rebel Queen 2021. And I'm really excited to be here on the school podcast. And yeah, it's just really unexpected, honestly. Because uh, I got contacted like two days before we start recording this. And yeah, I feel kind of nervous if I'm being really honest. But yeah, thank you for having us here. Hi, my name is Keisha. I'm the treasurer of Rebel Queens 2021. And to be very honest, I'm actually very nervous because this is my first time being in a podcast. So it's, it's exciting. Thank you for the part, the opportunity. Yeah, it's really good having you guys here. First of all, congratulations on your first place win for Notre Dame Cup dance competition. Let me tell you, I feel like all the elements within your video is fulfilled really well. The camera work, dancing, costume, and even the eye contact are spot on. Speaking of which, may I ask how long did it take you and your team to prepare for all of this? Like the costumes and like the practicing for choreo. We actually only had like less than three weeks, I would say. Yeah, to prepare everything, like the costume and the um, uh, prepare the choreography and stuff like that to practice and stuff. And so the costume actually it's like um kind of a we borrowed it from the past generation of Rebel Queens, which is really cool. And yeah. Yeah, and actually, it was, it's actually, to me personally, it's very impressive to say that we can pull this off in, like, less than three weeks of practice, and in those three weeks, we only had, we do, we didn't meet every day, so, yeah. I see. That very, that seems very interesting, though, like, were there any hardships during the practice, or even during the recording, or perhaps maybe even after the dance recording. I think at the time, because we had so little time and then we barely knew each other before this, um, we probably just had trouble like with the time, see? Like in terms of relationship, we we're surprisingly, like we surprisingly click well. So there's no, no drama or problems like that. Um, I think the main problem was costume because Usually, people want to ke- uh, make their own costume, go to tempat jahitan for uh, a better costume, right? But then, we only had, I think, one week to prepare for the costume. 
and it was super last minute which is why like Kay mentioned we borrowed young rebel queens um and another problem would probably be when we were recording it gets really really tiring because we're wearing masks gitu kan, because of corona but besides that i think everything went pretty smoothly so. Ooh, I see. The costume was actually very nice. You all were like, you know, that neon green. And speaking of which, like, which part of the choreo do you think is the most challenging? I think actually the last part. So the local um, dance break and the wannabe rap part, the remix part, those two were like the hardest ones because the remix part, there was like, a lot of um position changes and yeah and the local we were like already really tired and plus the choreography is really hard we like go up and down up and down up and down and stuff like that and so the local dance break actually somehow looks easier than the wannabe dance break but the wannabe dance break is actually like way easier than the local dance break somehow but yeah Oh, I see. And about the shoulder shake thing for the wannabe, I think, did you all just like, does it all, does that choreo just naturally come to you and you're like, wow, I'm a pro at it? Or like, was it hard to practice? Okay, so for me, uh, I want to say something. So when I was practicing alone at home before we came together, I, so me and Michi were like, uh, so sh- she wanted Ryujin, so she wanted either Ryujin or Yeji, but then I just decided to go with Yeji because I was doubting myself to, like, I can't do the shoulder shake. But then um, when we were practicing together, I was like, wait, this is not, th- my body did not do this before. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also, I tried it once at home and I, that was not, it wasn't even funny. It was just terrible. <laughs> I somehow think that I did the shoulder dance better like when we start when it was like the beginning of starting to practice the song then like um close to the recording date somehow it's like the more I practice the worse it gets so like in the video I was very unsatisfied with my shoulder dance part it looks more like I'm um gumatar then what it's supposed to look like and yeah yeah but you all did well i have to say that dance was very impressive thank you thank you part of the choreography is what which part of the choreography do you think is this show stealer or the part that really really defines your performance i think definitely the wannabe dance break was pretty iconic because um i think Wait, no, just wannabe in general. Because wannabe is also our cover on the YouTube video. And there's lots of like nice looking formations. Also, it's like full of energy. And so there's like choreography where we get on the floor and stuff. So it looks really cool. And I think that's one of our major killing parts. The yeah. other killing part, I would say, is like the first part. the Like the acting part, I guess. That part is like... Nobody else had that in their video, and I feel like that's what makes our video different from others. Yeah, I agree. The first part was a little shocking, but it was also very cool. It's like, it's such a whole different concept from the other teams. And I actually find that very interesting and cool. And also, now we are moving on to the next part. I heard that you guys are opening a dance club. Um, Will you tell us more about that? 
Oh yeah, so the dance club. Um, basically, this is a plan that's um. Later. So the dance club is an basically like an extension to Rebel Queens, um, and it's open for anyone who's willing to learn uh about dance, even if like you think your skills aren't good enough or you don't have much experience. This dancing club is more focusing on improving your skills daripada competing, and uh, I also want to say like this dance club is separate from Rebel Queens. So once people join the dance club. If if the coach thinks you're good at dancing or like, oh this person has more potential, then you will be put into the rebel queens. So I think this like dance club is a big opportunity for people who want to be better and compete in general. You know. Oh, I see. And if there's like a new recruit for the uh, rebel queens, um, what qualities are you looking for in a possible future rebel queen member? The most, uh, like, um, um, what we're looking for the most is cooperation, definitely, because how it's gonna work is like, uh, so of course there are some people that just want to join the dance club and are not willing, like, they don't want to compete as the rebel queens, and that's completely fine. You can still join the dance club, and um. So the thing is, the coach will pick some people uh, according to the dance competition that we're gonna be um, we're gonna be competing in. Like for example, if it's a K-pop dance cover competition, it's like so different K-pop groups have like different amount of members, and so the coach is gonna like pick a certain amount of people that she thinks is like ready to compete she or he thinks is ready to compete and is like really good at that certain performance. So yeah, we just hope that there will be any jealousy or something like that. Yeah. I see. I mean, jealousy sometimes can occur, but then I mean, skills, like people's skills speak from for themselves and yeah, are you guys looking forward to joining more competitions? I mean, definitely. This is only our first time joining a competition. So I do think that if there are any more opportunities open to us, we will definitely join it. Yeah, competitions are really exciting. Like, we get to see our competitors and, like, Especially the waiting for the awards part, that's like really fun. And uh, the award part itself, like as we're celebrating our win and something like that, it's like really fun. It's like, it creates a bond between us, I guess. Yeah, and even if we don't win this, it will like um, count as an experience for us so that we can learn what we can improve on or like what the judges think that we're lacking uh, we can improve on that to be like a better group in the future too i see was it like how was your first ex- like competition as rebel queens overall like how did you feel especially in the winning part i think overall we were pretty confident with ourselves because one not only we got along as a team but two 
we knew we did well. Like we practiced a lot. We put everything into it. And when we saw the final product, we thought like um, we were like we were pretty confident, especially because we could see the other competitors' videos before the judging, right? And then we looked at it and we were like, oh, I think we can win because we had the help of like a great videographer and teacher. Um, so I think our product was really good. So yeah, we were pretty happy overall. Yeah, and I'm um, so, very, like, like Michi, you can go first. Okay. Um, um, if Mr. Henke or Tirene, you're listening to this, thank you for all your hard, all the hard work that you put into this dance competition for us. So Tirene is our um dance coach, I would say, and Mr. Henke just like helped us with a lot of um, like so we usually do like training, like strength training and stuff like that before we start practice and Mr. Hanky gives us like um workouts to do like two I think in a week especially when it's close to dance competitions which was like really hard but I think it really helped us with our dance and yeah I would like to thank Mr. Hanky and Tyranny for those for yeah, that and Mr. Hanky actually also came up with the the storyline uh, like the beginning part of the storyline for the dance competition. So that I think is uh, what is our highlight. So I would really like to thank both of them for that, Mr. Henke and Tirene for their hard work. Thank you. <laughs> Tirene, our dance coach, actually like, <laughs> she was the videographer and she also edited the video for us. Yes, yeah, she and, said yeah. yeah. I see. Can you tell us more about your concept? Concept. Okay. So Our concept. Oh. If I remember correctly, Mr. Henke said something about uh this. So we're all basically one character. So, as you can see in the beginning beginning of the video, uh, Michi is like the main character, and so there uh me, Clarice, Angie, and Renata. We're like her alter egos or slash personalities that are like trying to take over her. But in the end, uh, she kind of like breaks out from that uh, dark place and she finds herself. That's why in the end, it just says, uh, love yourself, affirm the good in you and the bad will vanish. Oh, that's very interesting. I didn't know that earlier. And... As the new generation of Rebel Queens, could you share some of your goals with us and tell us why and how you're going to achieve them? Definitely to um, win more dance competitions. Because like Rebel Queens, uh, the first generation of Rebel Queens, they won nine trophies in a year. And we want to try to break that record if it's possible, because like that would be really cool. And so our trophy this time is like rebel queen's 10th trophy and we want to maybe reach over 20 if that's possible yeah of course it's possible and i hope i'll be looking forward to that and you know after everything that happened especially the pandemic what pushes you guys to continue dancing like what is your greatest motivator like a person, something, someone, yourself, like a goal, maybe? 
I think besides uh winning like wait, wait like the one of the main motivations is definitely like winning a competition, getting first, second, or third. I think another like big motivation is probably just being able to bond and spend time together, because um, the more we practice, the closer we get, and the, like the friendship gets stronger. And it's really fun to see all of us grow like that. Also, we get to see our own skills improve every time. Like we record ourselves right at the end of practice. And it's fun to look back at the videos and see like, oh, look, from first week until the last week, we improved so much. And I think like that on its own is already satisfying for all of us. I see. What techniques do you usually use for remembering the dance? Because usually that's like a big problem for most dancers, is which is memorizing the choreo and especially like all the details. Sometimes when you like, kind of make a, do a choreo and it's like not sharp not not that good like how do you got what like what techniques do you use to easily memorize and execute it well what i usually do to learn a dance is i um first of all watch the video in full speed and i try to learn it while sitting down just like trying to look at the movements one by one and stuff like that then after that, I try the movements, and when I finish learning all of them, I look back to the video like in like slow, like the slow version of the video, just to see all of the details and try to memorize that. And I usually use muscle memory because it's way easier to do that than just like think with your head. I usually just like go with the flow, which is way easier. And I always ask for feedback from others just to see what I can um, improve. Like I usually ask for my parents or sometimes my friends and yeah. And there's definitely no shortcut when it comes to uh, practicing dance. And I think because memorizing the dance moves sometimes are like hard, I think that is like one of the important things that we need to have uh, to be in a group, the commitment to like to learn this choreography to get it done. So commitment is really important, and you have to really keep practicing. If um, let's just say for competitions, if we really want to win, then the commitment really needs to be there. Yeah, tapi I think in the end of the day, it's about like repeating, repeating, and repeating. Um, and doing it correctly every time it's like the cliche practice makes perfect yeah like Keisha said there's no shortcut to it that's all you have to do yeah I agree practice always makes perfect how long did it take you guys to practice the whole thing and like make it in quotation mark perfect uh even until until the end it was never until perfect because like we said we only have like two weeks right but um, we caught up on the choreo, I think in the span of one week, we already finished all the choreography. So for the second week, all we did was just practice, practice, practice until we can. So I guess I can say until the very end, we were still just trying to improve every single thing. That's very impressive. Like considering the dance was like a mix of different songs and like, you know, there's all that like positioning and like switching the concept, it's very cool. 
And through your own personal experiences, have you ever stopped dancing at a point because you felt like you were just not good enough? And like, what got you out of that hole? And yeah, Angie, you may go first. Um, for me, I think I've been doing dance for like almost all my life. And there's definitely times where I stop dancing. It's an interesting question, actually. Um, I think... Uh, when quarantine first started, I definitely stopped dancing for a while because, one, I don't have access to, like, a offline practice room. I can't find teachers to help me. So then I was, like, unmotivated to do it. And then uh, I ended up taking, like, online dance lessons. But then because you're doing it online and then you get to see a recording of yourself, then you realize more mistakes, right? And then when you realize more mistakes, you become like lazy to do it again because you don't feel good about yourself. And I think what got me into dance again was actually Rebel Queens. Before Rebel Queens, I stopped dancing for like almost a whole year. So it's nice to be able to get into it. So I guess um, having people dancing with you definitely helps. I see. You guys have like wonderful teamwork and like perfect coordination. And Michi, what about you? Have you ever stopped dancing? And like, um, what got you out of that hole? And like, what brought you back to now? Um, so I never really stopped dancing. Uh, I dance a lot in my free time. Like, I just search on YouTube K-pop random dance. And I just dance myself. Or I try to learn new dances that are like trending. But I would say I used to take ballet when I was little. But I stopped because, I don't know, it just really didn't suit my style, I guess. So what got me back into dancing was just I um, I tried to change my dance style and I went for a hip-hop class. But after that, I quit after like a um, few months. And I just learned dance myself. I uh, go to like whenever the school opens like a, da a dance club or like after school activities like dance I just join and um yeah uh so I never really stopped dancing uh I've always loved performing ever since I was little and I don't think I ever want to stop doing it it just it's really fun for me Ooh, so you love performing yeah, <laughs> I think you guys probably know that by now. Yeah, would you say that your dance style is more to K-pop or hip-hop? I say both, honestly. Because, like, sometimes in K-pop, there's, like, hip-hop dance styles, too. So, yeah. I see. What about you, Keisha? Do you have any similar experiences about, like, um, stopping dancing and, like, you know... I definitely did stop dancing. I would say yes. Um, I started dancing around P4. Uh, that's when I really started um, because there's like dance clubs in school and everything. And from P4 to P5, I joined like um, school clubs and some musicals too, if you might remember. Uh, SF 20th anniversary, that one. Um, and then I also danced uh, up until G7. But that wasn't like a quote unquote serious. 
uh, and then Corona happened, so I definitely lost um, a lot of motivation. But then I actually got into K-pop again when Corona happened, and then from there I started uh, looking more into like K-pop, other K-pop groups and choreographies, and I start practicing them. And I would definitely say that's what got me back into dancing, and that's how um, it just keeps me going. So I would definitely say K-pop is the one that brought me back to dancing. I me see. too, honestly. Oh, I see. Um, what groups do you, like, that kind of inspires you? Ooh, I might ramble about this one a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, so, so for the first, the first um when I got into K-pop again, uh, it was definitely T O One. They're an underrated group. They're still rookies, but they're actually pretty cool. So you should check them out. Um, they just came back, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, and then I watched uh, Road to Kingdom, which is a Mnet survival show. And then from there, I discovered Wanus and The Boys, and I those two are like my alts literal alts and both of them actually just came back the other day so you should definitely check them out but um yeah the boys is mainly my main motivation because they are very um they're very supportive of their fans i mean many idols are they're like very supportive of their fans so yeah what groups I like is, so what first got me into K-pop was definitely BTS. So I actually knew about like Super Junior and Shiny like when I was really little, but I didn't really like stand them, I guess. I just know them because of my cousins, like they kept on playing their songs and stuff. But what got me personally into K-pop is definitely BTS. I just really love their music and yeah, and like I love their lyrics because it talks about like important stuff. And I love Itzy's dance style and Twice. Like those are like two of my go-to dance cover groups, I guess. Ooh, Angie, are you into K-pop or like not really? Uh, I was into K-pop like I don't know, 2018, and then. Uh, I kind of fell out of it, but I think this year I'm getting into it again. But uh, if I have, like, my inspiration from K-pop is Taemin and Ten from NCT. Those two are, like, the masters of dancing, in my opinion, in K-pop. Just have to see it. It's, like, uh, they're so inspiring to me. They have, like, very strong stage presence and a very unique dance style. Yeah, they definitely keep me going in dance. I especially love Lisa from Blackpink's stage presence and Yeonjun from TXT. Those two are like, they really stand out when they're on stage. Like you can tell they're there, you know. When they're on stage, it's never boring. I see. And about back to the competition, um, how did you guys like decide which songs to do? Like how did you come into that somewhat conclusion, let's say? Uh, basically, from when we joined Notre Dame Cup, from Notre Dame Cup, they already gave us song requirements, uh, which is why if you watch the other competitions, they have the same songs like Lati and Pretty Savage were one of the song requirements. And uh, I don't think uh, people know about this, but then um, 
our group wasn't supposed to be together in the beginning. This is story time. So at first it was like the G9s were separate and the G10s were separate. So it was just Michi, Kay, and Claire, and then me and Renata in one group. And then uh, somehow Mr. Henke taught us to Gabung group. So it's like suddenly we became five of us without expecting it. And each of the groups already had a song in mind and song that we already practiced. So in this case, the Michi, Kay, and Claire already practiced Wannabe. So then um, in the end, we just combined the songs that me and Renata wanted to use and the songs that they wanted to use, which is how we ended up with uh, all the song combinations we have now. Oh, I see. The story time was actually quite interesting. I mean, you guys, this is kind of like somewhat cringy cheesy, but you guys actually complete each other. Like your dances, they just all coordinate very well. And it's very, I'd say I really enjoyed watching that video. And um, throughout the months and years, we can definitely tell that as time goes by, your skills as a group and individually has improved. Do you think that you guys are still lacking in certain areas or are you guys already comfortable with the way you are right now? I mean, I would definitely say I am still lacking because like I just got into dancing again just this past year. So there's still definitely a lot of techniques and um, executions that uh, I need to perfect. Um, but like you said, uh, over time, the skills uh, will improve. So I'm really hoping that that actually happens and I can we can dance more so we can grow as a group together and individually, of course. <laughs> yeah. What about um, Michi? I'm not 100% satisfied with myself. Um, so I definitely think that I can improve and I hopefully will. Um, practice is definitely gonna help because practice makes perfect. And I don't think I will ever reach to that point where I think that it's perfect, you know? Like I will always think there will be something lacking, but that's definitely okay. And yeah. Yeah, that's totally fine. And Michi, um, you recently won the competition for the fall event. Could you like tell us more about how you feel and like what you did while practicing? Uh, so I practiced myself in my room and I just asked my parents for input. So I was, I want to, um, I was already thinking like, okay, you know what? Uh, let me just uh, join this dance competition for fun, you know? And uh, I would, I only, uh, just for your information, I learned the dance for only two days. And so I didn't get much practice. And yeah, I don't think I'm really satisfied with my video. That's why I was like really shocked when I found out that I won, you know? Uh, so I was actually with Claris that day. She was she also competed in that dance, which she did a really good job. And so did Christabel and there was one more person, right? Um, I'm not sure about her name, but yeah, you did really good too. Um yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, two days. That's very impressive. And well, yeah, basically, um, there's always room for improvement. Even like the best out of best still still can improve and learn new things. And speaking about new things, are you guys excited about the new dance club? And like, how did you guys come up with the idea of creating a dance club? Uh, this was uh, an idea that Mr. Hankies had for a while, and at first he wanted to do this for the first generation of Rebel Queens, but then Corona happened, and then they couldn't go on with the plan. So now that um, we have the chance to do it, he is he's the one who gave this idea to us. And it's exciting to know that we can find more dancers with potential, and I really want to see people improve, and I want to... Um, talk to new people, make new bonds. I'm just really, really hoping that the people we have um, can like cooperate together and that we can just have fun. I'm a little concerned if we have drama, but I'm mostly like excited for it. Oh yeah, uh, also um, the for the dance club, we are still open for the um, like the signing up. So if you want to sign up, you can sign up right now. The deadline is, Angie, what's the deadline? 17, I think. A day before your exams, everyone. <laughs> yes, a day before your exams. So if you want to join this dance club, go ahead, we're open. Yeah, don't forget to sign up. It will be very interesting. And um, I'm going to be asking for your opinion. Do you think that it's better um, online or not, like for the dance competitions? Offline, definitely. Because um, it's just easier to see, like, um, everyone's movements. Because sometimes online, like, uh, you lag or they lag. And it's, like, really hard to see if everybody is, like, already compact and stuff like that. And, like, practicing the details is definitely way harder online. And, yeah, I say I definitely prefer offline. I have the same opinion with Michi. I strongly agree with offline. Um, online, also, you miss out on suffering together, quote-unquote suffering together. Because offline, um, we get uh, workouts or we do the hard parts of dance and you're, like, sweating it out together. And then you get to, like relate like oh my god this was so hard oh my god and then like you create bonds when you suffer together you know <laughs> so not to make it sound bad but it's a good thing to be offline together like i said again and again the bonds make it fun especially when we're like spilling tea together at practice that's like definitely oh, yeah, that's really fun that's very fun <laughs> yeah it <laughs> was the most memorable one <laughs> Yeah, I see. So basically in offline, you guys can like kind of share the burden together, which I think, yeah, it's very interesting. And for the pandemic, um, which is our current situation, do you think that it somewhat affects the competitions being held and like how the competitors, is it, do you think it's harder or is it like simpler? Um, there's like two sides from this. Uh, I'll talk about like the good things first. The advantage about this is you'll probably have less competitors because if online, um, you have less chances of being able to practice together, right? Like you have to find a smaller team that can 
that all can be approved to meet offline which is sedikit gitu and yeah but the bad thing about online is like you can't it's harder to show off your stage presence when you're online all you can look at is the camera and sometimes it just doesn't hit the same as when you're staring in the judge's eyes because and like in real life wait <laughs> sorry i'm trying to figure out my words in real life you also get the hype of the crowd you know like the audience watching they're like screaming for yeah. you yeah yeah that's like super fun i wish we can have that, that really motivates like gets us hyped up too yeah it gets you so hyped up i want that online you're like you're just with the camera person and the dance team that's it yeah, <laughs> there's no um there's no hype and you're mm-hmm. just looking at a camera and if there's no like moral support behind the camera it just feels dull and yeah kind of lose motivation for it too since there's no one hyping you up and i feel mm-hmm. like the adrenaline will be there when if it's offline more than it is online It was really nice having Kirinay and Mr. Hanky cheering for us behind the camera too while they were, you know, recording us. Yeah. Which got us hyped up too, kind of. Yeah. But like it's different, you know, with like a huge crowd and stuff. Mm-hmm. I see. What do you think are like the important criteria in dancing competitions? Like, let's say eye contact, facial expressions, and like what else? stage presence definitely stage presence because even if you're already like executing the moves well and let's just say your facials are already um on point but if you have no stage presence um the audience can feel it so that's definitely one of the well for me that's the most important part i see can you elaborate like what stage presence is more Mm, okay this one's actually kind of tough but stage presence is kind of like Like Miji said just uh, last time, like you're really there, like you're really there. Like I feel like uh, the motivation there, like you're on the spotlight. People are looking at you. You need to let your aura shine. Does that make sense? Uh, facial expressions really help with stage presence, definitely, because like if you have a blank face, people won't notice you as much. If your face is like it, like matches with the song, and you like have eye contact with everybody, it's like definitely different. So people will like, oh wow, this person like you really notice this person, you know. Like, um, if you yourself have an aura and you have a stage presence, even if you're in a huge group, people will still notice you, you know. Yeah, and. I agree. I think that stage presence is something that's somewhat hard to achieve, but I feel like my own opinion is the confidence in yourself. I feel like if you have confidence, then your stage presence will be very like impactful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely confidence. And uh yeah. are there any problems about like the spotlight? I've heard that, you know, Every, almost a lot of like the dancers are like really really like trying hard to get the spotlight how do you guys like oops sorry how do you guys distribute like the spotlight equally and make sure that no jealousy occurs uh like this is talking about only this competition right now right 
uh, for this one, I think because all of us are okay with each other. Oh my god, wait, my printer printed. So I think our coach actually also helped us with the distribution of the um, the screen time because she was also the one that arranged the song for us. So she already has an idea of what she, uh, what it would look like. So yeah, and we also are we also want what is best for the group. So we also kept that in mind, and we were taught that do not take anything personally when you're practicing because this is for the sake of your group, not you. So. Yeah. I say part distribution is also definitely important because like if this certain person is always in the center then definitely they will be in the spotlight. So I think if everybody gets like the center position equally, I think it will really help for like everyone to get the spotlight equally, you know. But even if there's like this one person that gets the center most, I I think that's why we really want cooperation in our group. Like that's our main qualification that we want, uh, that we want in our dance club and in our group like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm hoping when we get into the dance club, when someone gets more spotlight than the other, I hope we can just cheer for that person instead of being jealous. Yeah, that's definitely something I hope that can happen. Yeah, because if that person stands out, then, like, you're still in the same group, so your whole group will stand out, you know? Yes, yes. I, I see that. That's, I can agree with that. I think that's, like, a really good method of, like, you know, just cheer each other on and, like, don't be jealous because you'll have your chance eventually. And, well, that's all the time we have now. And as Rebel Queens, do you have anything else to say to the listeners to wrap it up we will glorify springfield's name by this dance club <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully like there are more competitions and hopefully you know first place yeah and i mean winning is not everything and as long as i mean people say it's the thought that counts yeah, as long as we're all having fun with the process, I think that Yeah, definitely. Because mm-hmm. it will uh, go down as memories. Also, everyone, please, if you love to dance and you want to improve your skills or something like that, please apply for our dance club. Yeah. Don't be shy, you know, we, we would we won't judge you, you know. Yeah guys, it's you guys. Not shy, not me. <laughs> Yes, we're just here to support you. Yeah, Yeah. don't be shy to apply. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's open for everyone, right? Yes, everyone. Yes, definitely. Even if it's called Dancing Queens, it's open for all genders. Yes, please. We would (laughs) like to clarify that. Just to clarify that. Yeah. Yeah, in case you didn't catch that, guys, you're also welcome to join our dance club. I really hope to see guys like joining our dance club, like uh, applying for our dance club, because I feel like it's very rare to see a guy like wanting to perform, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh But I guess overall, uh, since we're wrapping it up, I'm just going to say Rebel Queens will do our best and I hope we can get new members full of potential 
And I hope we can get another trophy for our next competition. And I hope we get yes. Yeah, you guys were always so much. Yeah, you you always have our support and sorry for the clash. Okay, you go first. Okay, well, we'll we'll be always looking forward to more of your performances. And personally, I'm very excited um, to see you guys participate more in like competitions and you know make Springfield like a big name and well that was a wonderful talk with you guys but sadly we'll have to wrap it up here and goodbye dear listeners see you on the next episode of spring talks bye 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 thank you so much for having us thank you